0: Welcome to me inn. Ha <laughs> ha! It looks like the bard is about to begin. I'll pour you an ale over the stories, fables, and tales about the swords, sickles, and spells in the depths of the swells. So take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Caratrust Inn. Yahoo! its me, the DM. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this
1: is Mike, your host and Dungeon Master, of Carriage Wrist Tales. <laughs> to my left, we have.
0: <laughs> Why?
2: I. Why? I am in utter shock right now. I have no idea what just happened. Um. Hey, everyone. This is Ryan. I am playing Kincaid. I'm still speechless. Like, I just, I just don't know. Um. Let's see. Last week. Kincaid kind of had a supporting role, I think, fighting the dragon, but kind of helped in the puzzles used to find Sam's bow, Woods' bow, Red's bow. I don't know who you are anymore. I have multiple names. Multiple. (laughs) Either do I at this point.
3: And hey, this is Nick. I play Vasto, the half-orc barbarian, and um, at the end of last episode, uh, Vasto learned that his disguise works very well, you know, the beard
0: it's the beard. Yeah, it's the beard. It's, it's the beard. And your boo
2: thing really missed you, apparently. Yeah. She, she yeah, he had me. a lot of missed calls.
3: Yeah, she called me on the way. Yeah, and I'd
0: On her cell phone?
3: Yeah, on my cell phone.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, it's Sam. I play Woods, or Red, the Elven Ranger. And on last week's episode, after working with Kincaid and Vaso to solve a puzzle, she uncovered a magical wooden bow underneath the floor, and it actually belonged to her goddess, which is Lucha, or Celine, she's not 100% sure.
1: So, last we left off, you guys were getting hustled into the grinding axe by Timbra because we have some order of the light that is kind of uh, bruising around town. And I think that's
0: where we left off. Right. Vaso, you were so, past the disguise, like it yeah. worked.
1: Yep. The
3: order member came up to me and um, he actually held up the wanted poster for me, Vaso, and he did not recognize me.
0: That's awesome. It's the beard.
3: Yeah. The beard.
0: Okay, so are you heading back to what's going on? Are you? We we are. So so you
3: you all are already back in the grinding axe, and Bato, as soon as he's done talking to the order member, he heads to that same
2: place. Do you all want to stay here, and Kincaid can go scout the village?
0: Yeah, I mean, if there's kind of see how
2: many are out, maybe find Captain Brandon and um, figure out what we're doing.
0: Um, who's with us? Uh,
1: Timbra, which is the shop owner for the grinding
0: axe. Uh, Timbra. Do, do you know what's going on? Uh well, they showed up a couple of days ago, and
1: they're kind of looking around for, I guess, you guys. Looking at Red and Vaso.
0: Do you know who? Could you tell us who came? Like, do, can you describe? And then she kind of looks at Vaso. Do you think he came? Do you you think he came? Who? Benton.
3: Uh, I didn't see him.
0: Well, okay. I mean, just because you didn't see him doesn't mean he's not here. You Hoots. you interacted with one person.
3: Who's yeah, but I, I mean, I looked, I looked around, but I didn't, I didn't see anybody that I recognized. Who's Benson? My uncle.
0: Uh, but yeah, more than, the, yeah. Um, so yes, but also he was your at,
3: uncle's in the order.
0: He's our commanding officer.
2: Your uncle is your commanding officer.
0: Not my uncle.
3: Yeah. Okay. And I found out two days before I
2: betrayed the order. Which you found out two days before you betrayed the order that your uncle was your commanding officer.
3: No, that my commanding officer is my uncle. Sure. <laughs> and that was this
0: the same day that I remember what I remember. The other day when I turned into a goddess, yes, evidently I, I did that, or I started to do that the same day, or a couple days before that.
2: You didn't tell me she did that before. Was I supposed to? I mean, <laughs> okay,
3: look. Sorry, there, there's a lot going on here. There, there's a lot of information here.
2: She yelled at me last time for not being a group member. Okay. If well, I'm to yes. be in this group, y'all got to share stuff with me. Okay. You can't well, leave stuff yes, out. Yes. She. This, this is, is a this, two-way street. This is the it second time. Takes two to tango. This is well,
0: this. there's three of us, so...
3: There's a three-way street, or three. Who's side. the third person? I don't know.
0: It's One, two, three.
2: <laughs> Oh I, no! Yeah, I thought you meant. Like, I mean, you're a person, right? I know you're kind gonna of gonna a be fish, joining but us. But like, wow! All right, Kincaid's leaving. <laughs> All right, you to know, walk outside. Yep. <laughs> She's He's gonna, gonna look at... oh. give you a little deuces symbol. <laughs> Except it's like Deez. a trident symbol. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a rock and roll thing. Heavy <laughs> metal. <laughs>
0: um, As you walk out, she's gonna look at Voss and she's like, "Like, I think we need to fill him in. Like, I think we really need to fill him in and what's going on."
1: Okay. Okay.
0: All
3: right. So
1: King Cage, you're walking outside, yes. And you look out in the harbor and you see that there is another boat that has appeared. That's about the same size as the Jacques. You see about ten members of the order walking around, talking to the citizens. At this point, they have been there a couple of days, so they are more relaxed and just kind of interacting with the citizens.
2: Okay. I'm looking primarily for Captain Brandon and, I guess, Wendell, the mayor.
1: You'd probably find Captain Brandon and Wendell over at the dockhouse, and They'd probably be
2: eating, you know, one of the fish lunches. Okay. Good choice. Um, <laughs>
0: specifically salmon. <laughs>
2: specifically salmon, yeah. Little mashed potatoes, you know. I think I'd approach them.
1: As you round the corner and you're kind of seeing who else is at the table with them, you notice that there is a person of the order that's sitting at the table with them.
2: All right. Um, I think I would approach Captain Brandon. Sir, just when you're done with your lunch meeting, come find me or meet me somewhere so I can... Fill fill me in? Yes. Was the mission successful? Yes.
1: Great. I will let Wendell know here that we can start logging in that area.
2: Yeah, finish your lunch and uh, I'll find you.
1: It'll take about 20 minutes. What is Kincaid going to be doing?
2: I think he would just be patrolling the streets, trying to figure out how many members of the Order are around, how active are they searching for people, Um, you're still a little suspicious of the elves too. So kind of seeing what they're doing, not interacting, just observing.
1: You will notice that there are no elves in the town. And I think we just said earlier, there's about 10 to 11 order members and they are walking around, talking to citizens. And at this point, they're just going about their day also. So you see some of our shopping, having lunch and that type of stuff. Okay. And then every once in a while you'd see some of them holding a, like a wanted poster open and asking the citizens, have you seen this person? Have you seen mm-hmm. this person? And to the best of your knowledge, every one of the citizens have said, no, no, they, okay. haven't, they haven't came through and, um, we'll keep an eye out for them.
2: Okay. Uh, I'll go back to the shop and find my two friends. Are we friends at this point? I
0: mean, I think we're (laughs) friends.
2: I don't know. Sometimes I don't know. I'll let you all know that there's about a dozen order members actively searching. It seems like no one's making the connection that you all are.
0: We are who we are.
2: Yeah. Good. The only thing that concerns me is that an order member is talking with Captain Brandon.
0: What did he look like? You could have
1: described him as a elf with red hair and sleek build. You guys wouldn't have recognized that person from anybody in your
0: I think uh, I'll experience specifically ask if there was a centaur, you know.
1: You're thinking
2: of Damien?
0: Yeah. If if so, I'll ask if he it's. Um, did you see a, a centaur by chance? Long. Wait, know
2: what a centaur is? Yeah. You know what a centaur no, is. No, I didn't see a centaur. Okay. I think they would definitely stand out. Yeah, they would have. Okay. But in about 15 minutes, I'll go back and find Captain Brandon and get a. Better report of what's going on.
0: Okay. Did we give Vaso a new name? V. I feel it's a little on the nose.
2: Okay. Um,
0: you know, V and Vaso that can be.
2: What
3: would you like to call me?
0: She's gonna look at. Um, green. <laughs>
3: green. Blue.
0: Red and green. I got red and green with me. Maybe.
2: Roy Roy G Biv. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> so I'm gonna look at. Um, so Vaso. G- Kane. G- <laughs> Who are you? <laughs>
2: Do we need our name tags? I literally
0: was just like, gotta be really nice if they put their name tags out. Yeah, so she's going to look over at Kincaid and just be like, yeah, I think we need a, we V's not going to work.
2: You can use my brother's name. What's your brother's name? Nokia. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs> my cousin uh, Motorola. <laughs> no. <laughs> um.
0: uh, I can't, can't think of a single cell phone name right now. I just want to say LG. LG. I oh, can call you Apple. Apple. Droid. <laughs> Macintosh. Which in my mind, I was just trying to name apples, like Granny Smith, but Macintosh is what I came up with first.
3: J- here, Pink call, lady. call me. Sweet I, Tango. I got a name. I got Ooh, a name. Sweet Tango. Call me Mac. 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 Perfect.
0: Perfect. Red Mac.
3: Red and Mac.
0: Are we gonna in the fifteen minutes? Are we gonna fill in? Let's fill Kincaid in. It's
2: about time. So
0: I think we will go through all of the things. Do you want to role play that out or? Okay, so I know so. you're looking for
2: your friend Nomis It sounds like this Centaur dude was what was his name? Damien. Damien was seemed like a friend.
0: Yeah. But he's, he's actually like betrayed, a mad scientist.
2: Mad scientists doing weird experiments.
0: Yep. And then Benson. We have we're unsure if what side Benson's on. But okay. in my uh, mind
2: And Benson's your uncle.
3: Yep. Yeah, okay. And our commanding officer. Yep. Um, but i Vaso believes that Benson had no idea about the experiments.
0: And I think is being extremely naive about it. And I think that he's in on it. He's the one that uses the phase rounds. He's Damien said he's the only one that can go back and forth without it physically hurting him. If they're doing all these experiments, he has to be in on it.
3: Because remember, who um, was the, the healer? She had no idea what was going on either.
0: Doc? Graves? Vanessa? Yeah. Yeah.
3: She She didn't know what was going on. Or so is that I, I just how I she played it? I, 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 I trust I no one. I don't think everybody knows.
0: About, I trust huh? you. I literally trust you. I trust no one at this point. Okay. It has to do with the that light. That hurts. That has <laughs> to do with the light. Wow. That she's gonna <laughs> we're look, friends. Some
2: family this is.
0: <laughs> she's going to look over at Kate and be like, obviously, I mean, I trust you, especially now that we've had the conversation. And I think we're all in agreement that if one of us goes down, regardless of the mission, our job is to bring us back, right? Yeah. Like we're going to have that trust in each other.
2: Yep. That's a good mission for me.
0: That's the overall mission. The number one mission is the three of us stay alive. And yep. we got to figure out how to do that because.
2: All right. So does this Benson guy look like you, I'm assuming? See see so a half orc. Like yep. You he are. Was a half orc as yeah. well, but he was a lot stronger. He's a lot bigger than I am. Okay. Just so I can keep my eye open. Well,
0: because you're a quarter-arch, right?
2: For said <laughs> And uncle. she like
0: punches you and she does it.
2: Leave me alone. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll go back out and find Captain Brandon mm-hmm. and keep my eye open for Benson and apparently a centaur. Any Anything else I need to be on the lookout for? Um.
0: Actually, yeah. There's this little tiny gnome named Amelia.
2: Yeah.
3: She's great.
0: I don't think she's in on it. And she's she's going to say that to Boston. Oh,
3: But I thought you said everybody's been on it.
0: I don't know. Maybe she is. I don't know. I don't know. I know Granny's not in on it. That's for one dang sure thing
2: granny Gra- granny doesn't even oh know what
3: today's sh- date is
0: well, I don't know what today's date is what is today I don't know and they're just gonna could probably continue to bicker are you
2: sure this Nomis guy didn't like purposely disappear Leave. this is a lot
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're great I don't know he had his own thing and then I think we'd spend a couple of minutes maybe going into gnomus's backstory with his traveling troupe and looking for his friend grace and the music box and all of those things
1: what else do you remember about it
0: um, how well it's been a while since I listened to how well do I remember? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, mm. we don't need to really fill
3: you
1: in, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Evidently, we do. All
1: right, so what do you guys remember about Nomus? You remember that he was looking for grace, that the truth seers for some reason kept having her scent on them. Yep, he had a music box, he also had a wooden sword. We're remembering so
0: much. Thing, yeah. We are really crushing this memory thing. Yes,
1: we are. Anything else?
0: He was cat. He was a cat. <laughs> he was a gray cat. Great and cat. And he was my friend.
3: And you liked to pet him.
0: And he had a really bushy tail. He was a snappy and dresser.
3: He was a performer.
0: He was a he he. If he was anything, he was a performer. And mm. I think that's what we'll just end up when he when Kincaid asks. We'll just go on about the tales of his like bardness and we. I don't know. Don't tell him all that other important yeah, he, stuff. He, he got us
3: busted at, uh, when we snuck out. because yeah. he, he went out on stage to... Uh,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> made a performance. and I did
0: a whole... Great balls of fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so then cat. 15 I
1: can't, minutes I can't has wait
2: to meet this guy.
1: 15 minutes has arrived, and Kincaid, you excuse yourself from the reminiscing story.
2: I give a bow and exit.
1: And you find that Captain Brandon is sitting in the center of the square. I'm picturing they have like a couple of park benches in the middle, and he's sitting there waiting for you. Okay. And he sees you, he'll wave you over.
2: Okay. I was okay. going to approach all like spy movie style where we like sit on back Opposite to back.
0: To <laughs> <laughs> so he's like waving you over.
2: Well, I have to ask why, and he's like looking over his shoulders, like, why were you eating with the order, if I may ask?
1: Oh, well, I was trying to uh, gain information from okay. them, and the best way to do that is over a meal, I, okay. I assume. All right. So I also thought it'd be suspicious if I wasn't there. So Wendell and I were talking to him about the pirate issues and how we were currently working on fortifying the town. I mentioned my first mate was out taking care of the haunted forest.
2: Which is haunted no more. That is it excellent is to hear.
1: Yes, I already informed Wendell, and he is getting the lumberjacks together to make an excursion out there.
2: Okay. We are currently holding up at the grinding axe. So, since all the order members are out and about.
1: I guess let's rendezvous there and we can continue this conversation.
2: Yep, sounds good.
1: And then they excuse, well, they get up and walk back <laughs> to the excuse ground. Excuse yourselves yeah. from the pigeons. <laughs> excuse <laughs> you, <laughs>
0: sir. <Sorry. laughs> all right, town oh. square. I'm out of breadcrumb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll leave and you follow in 23 seconds. So, sounds good. <laughs> in case someone's timing us. I just feel I'm,
0: like it's you two are having this awkward conversation in the middle of the square.
2: Alright, so he, yep. he walked back to the shop.
1: As soon as he gets in, he gives a nod to Timbra, who turns the sign that says, we're open to, I'll be back in 15 minutes. <laughs> and yep. she locks the door and um, pulls the shades down.
0: Sharpening the axes. Sharpening the axes. We'll be back in 15 yeah.
1: And he directs you all to sit down.
2: So the source we found out of the haunted forest was, what do you call them? Denoa. 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 It's like a dragon.
0: No, Well, I mean, is not a dragon. It's just this one happened to be a dragon. They're evil life forms from...
2: From the other, side. The, yeah, other from side. the other side. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure all this out. But the dragon's no more. We found the all the trinkets.
0: Yeah, we found all so the trinkets. So we'll
2: eventually return those. But I'm as sure. soon as...
1: Should you want to give those to Timbrough? She could probably disperse those for yeah. you, unless you wanted we to physically hand them to. Three. No, they, she
2: knows the town yep. people better than I do.
1: At that point, Timbrough would come around with like a little sack to get all the trinkets from you guys, and
2: we're then just like
0: emptying them all out of the bag of holding. Yep. <laughs>
1: I just then, pictured
2: you like the Grinch. I think. Yeah. <laughs> just he gave it all back. Yeah. It's
0: like no more like like a Mary Poppins uh. situation where you're like falling into the bag. <laughs>
1: So then she'll excuse herself to go talk to all the citizens and give them their stuff back. She'll make sure to let them know that you guys are the
2: ones that were responsible for returning
1: it.
0: Uh, I don't know if we want that. Yeah, yeah. Or
3: yeah.
1: maybe let's, let's maybe keep that
2: the can, down low. Maybe you yeah. can just say Captain Brandon's crew. Captain Brandon's crew. No. Yeah, Good vagueness. idea. We'll just keep it a little more vague. Yeah, yeah. that works. So what's what's the plan now?
0: And is going to look at Captain Brandon be like, "Um, do you think we're safe here?"
2: Yes.
1: So when they appeared, I was a little nervous, but then Wendell came and talked to to me personally and I guess the night that the Order arrived, Wendell went around to all of the townsfolk and asked them to not be of assistance to the Order.
2: Well, it's nice the townsfolk has has your back.
0: Yeah, but can we the, the Order's pretty powerful. They're, what if they start, like...
1: The city's pretty far away from the capital, so they don't deal with the Order too often. And okay. we have a really good working relationship with this community, and they know that you know, we're friendly with them, and they also know that you guys were risking your lives to clear the haunted forest for them, so...
0: You don't think the Order's going to start intimidating them?
1: No, that, that's not really the Order's way, from my experience. Okay. Is it your but all's
3: experience? But they don't recognize me, so...
0: They don't recognize you.
3: Yeah. Oh, I think it, I think we're okay. I don't.
0: Is there let's, something let's we,
2: still lay low though? No. Um, Are you worried about the order being violent? No,
0: I don't. I don't know the order that we have been in for over the last year or so is not what it is. I mean, I also never thought they would have a poster asking for me dead or alive. I don't know what they're capable of, and I don't know what they're willing to do to find us and or st- stop us on the information that we know.
2: Do we have any more? objectives here or do we need to head back
1: well here we still need to work with wendell to get to the town fortified and we were also planning on upgrading our ship which is what i really wanted to talk to you about and he turns to face Kincaid. what type of armament or defenses do you think you're going to need on the Jacques? like how can we i'm just a merchant i'm not used to fighting so i was wondering if you could help us figure out what we need to put on the boat that we can protect ourselves better and our merchandise better. Mm. So basically, what we're doing mechanic-wise, instead of role-playing it all out, is Kincaid, you're going to be responsible for coming up how you want to supply armor up defense. Okay. The Jacques. Okay.
0: You're making it a battleship?
1: You are making it more battle capable. Brandon is not, Captain Brandon is not really a aggressive type. So he's not really like looking to go physically hunt the pirates, but more, there's now more pirate activity. We probably need defenses. Okay. So if we get attacked, we're not just ducks in the water. I mean, they have Kincaid's magic, but then they don't have anything, any way to support you.
2: Because it concerns me that they now have those, what'd you call them? Phase rounds, phase rounds that they can just appear out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. I mean, technically, I can do that also. Well, not.
1: that gets Captain Brandon's curiosity.
0: So I can't necessarily just appear and disappear like they can. However, I can open a rift to dorma i can also close it we can close it but i also can open one so if we get into a situation i might be able to open up a rift large enough for their ship to be sucked through and then we can Mm. close it forcing them into dorma now they can phase around back if they're truly moving back and forth from dorma or if they're moving from another plane i don't know i also don't know she's now she's starting to think like if my rift creation if that just opens to Dormar if I go to a different plane if Mm. I can now open a portal to another plane
2: okay so does the Jacques does it have like the standard like cannons on it
1: at this point it's just a merchant ship and Kincaid's role with his away team has been to be said cannons okay so at this point it's just a normal merchant trading ship and you guys are it's defense and so they're hoping to maybe bolster that up a little bit now that there's more pirate activity.
0: What about, and uh, Red's going to turn to Captain Brandon. Brandon, what about your crew? Are they equipped to fight? Are they are they warriors or are they more so just dock hands?
1: They're mostly dock hands. My first mate, Kincaid, here is the leader of the away team, we call them. But they're our defense and our aggressors.
0: I think, and she's going to look at um, Fosso, I think we might be able to help with that. We've been... I mean, the Order of Light did train us in hand-to-hand combat, and also so maybe that's something we can do to help the ship is teach your crew how to fight.
1: I also don't necessarily know how, because Kincaid's pretty good, and so are the rest of the crew that he's in control of. But my dock hands, they're more passive. Okay. So I don't know how susceptible they're going to be to training.
2: Okay. We need something on the ship that's going to be like... Cannons and... I was thinking like cannons and then like um, like if we get some like spiked timber that they can easily just like raise up to have like pointing away from the ship. So if they like want to board the ship, there's at least, you know what I'm talking about. I
0: would also think something to take down their sails.
2: Yeah, I was thinking like the cannons or like, you know.
1: I think the crew would be more susceptible hmm. to use things that was non-lethal.
2: Maybe you can teach a few of them how to shoot a bow.
0: I mean, I absolutely can And they can
2: at least shoot some like fire oh fire, fire
3: arrows at the ship, ship. Their take their out their sails maybe get like those um those barrels that blow up
0: merit like a molotov cocktail
1: yep okay so it sounds like we'll be here I don't really want to leave port before the order of light and I want to make sure that we get this town fortified so I think we'll be here for a while while we do Repairs, are you guys okay? Kind of hiding out and staying low for the next couple of days until the order leaves?
3: Yeah, do we know how long the order is going to stay?
1: The intel I was able to gather is they're going to be here for about another two days and then they're going to continue heading north. Okay, I'm good to hang out. I
2: think I'll give us time to rest up. Yeah, I can help fortify the ship, bring food to you all, whatever.
1: As Captain Brandon gets up to leave, looks at Vaso and he said, Vaso can I have a word with you? Sure. And he's going to try to pull you off to the side where no one else can hear you. And he's like, I also learned some additional Intel from the captain that I was talking to from the order of light. Yeah. He has said that their high Lord commander, Benson is really looking for his nephew. And even though he's wanted, he's welcome anytime.
3: Vaso is just, like he doesn't know what to say like i wanted just, you
1: to know that that it's your option i didn't say if you're with my crew or not with my crew but it is your decision if you want to go back with the order nothing no hard feelings i just want to pass on the information that i was given
3: Rasta was like he's just struggling <laughs> <laughs> he, like he's so bad wants to go back but he knows he needs to find no miss and if he goes back then he doesn't think that's gonna happen so
1: Captain Brandon won't worry about trying to get an answer from you. He's just giving the information, and then he's going to say, just let me know what you decide, and uh, I won't bring it up again. And then he steps outside.
2: Before he leaves, I'd want to ask Captain Brandon if he's seen the elves in town the past couple of days. I actually
1: have not seen the elves. They haven't returned. Well, I guess they did return for a little bit after the pirate attack, but since the order's been here, we haven't seen any of them.
2: Because you got your, well, you don't know when she called you.
3: Oh, yeah, my shell phone. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I guess, I could, yeah, I, I, could, I, I, guess I could call it's him. It's nothing, sir.
1: Okay. It's, well, if I see him, do you want me to give him a message or?
2: No, I'm just, when I was walking around earlier, I didn't see them. Yes. I thought that was strange.
1: Yeah, Wendell seems kind of confused by that too. They have disappeared in the past from time to time, but it's only a couple of days and they come back and they've really been um, keeping their distance right now for whatever reason. Maybe they moved on. I'm not sure.
2: Okay.
0: Are you going to share with us what he said? Um, it's 100% your choice, I was just...
3: Yeah, um, I think he's gonna keep that to himself.
0: Okay, dang it because I have a question. Kin-
2: Kincaid's already working on improving the ship, yep. trying to think of like a few crew members that I think would be good at learning how to fire a bow. I Sur- I
0: feel like I'd be helping you with that just out of pure boredom.
2: Yeah, just what type of person would you want firing a bow? Like, I think you would have an idea, but he's yeah, seeing you shoot... T- and, talk
0: about and- dexterity and like It works really well if they can climb things. Like if you have somebody that can climb up into the crow's nest, that'll be beneficial. And then, um, you know, and she'll probably walk them through like hell of thorns and different kind of things like that that they can cast or just kind of helping out in that area.
2: I think Kincaid wants to ask Timbra, do you have like an old like sack that you're not using anymore?
1: Yeah, like an old flower sack?
2: Yeah, just something, I don't know, it would hold like a pound of something.
1: Yeah, and she'd grab, you know, something... Since we're
2: going to have like I think some short rests here,
1: we'll basically. Fast, is it a long rest? No, it's going to be a short rest. Partly because at this point you're a couple of short Technically rests, in friendly territory because
0: you mean you mean te- the grinding axe storage room is not, not friendly, friendly territory? <laughs>
1: territory? No, not when it's currently under occupation from your enemy. Come on. I mean we are kind of
3: hiding, so <laughs> oh.
1: it's only going to be about two days that you guys will be here.
2: Kincaid wants to try to cast grease in the sack. To okay. see if that material or that substance, that grease, stays stays in the sack. I'm gonna say it does. Because he's thinking maybe if he can produce enough of these, tie them up, and the crew members can throw them at the ships. A couple of the archers can set them on fire. That's a good turn. Bad guys are after them. They can just break them on the ground in front of them. Difficult terrain. Yeah. Since Captain Brandon's right, they're not. Fighters are just merchant, you know, deckhand.
0: And just keep them in like a, a barrel or something. Yeah.
1: Just for world lore, just as a reminder, in our world, more people are predominantly on the passive side of that scale.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: So that's what
2: I was thinking if they can just have something more that for them would be more of a defensive thing, I think they'd be more likely to...
1: Utilize Grab it. it
2: and use it. Yep. Because even cannons, I don't think.
1: The only thing with cannons I could see would be doing those, um, like the chain cannons that are meant to break masts and stuff like
2: that. Yeah, just anything to disable a ship That's so we can get for? away. Yep. Oh. So I'm thinking maybe some defensive barricade sort of things that they can raise.
1: Yeah, I like that idea. So you don't. So they're like, they're
2: just kind of like laying on the deck, and then they can yeah. like maybe reinforce. Cut a, yeah, the... cut a rope. Yeah. Maybe the tension would just swing them on the other side of the rail. Does that make sense? I Mike? think
0: there's a way you could probably do that with, like, large timbers, too. Yeah, if they're going like, to be like harvesting all idea. the... Yeah. yeah, so
2: this is, like, for all you listeners, I'm using my pencil. So if this is, like, the <laughs> large, like, you know, defensive thing, it would, like, lay... i like,
0: his pencil vertically, and now this. he has moved it horizontally. <laughs> and
2: now it looks like rubber.
0: <laughs>
2: so they can, like, <laughs> cut it. There's, like, tension. So when yep. they cut it, it just automatically just anchors... Yeah facing out. Almost like a is what I'm cannon,
0: thinking. like a slingshot. Catapult. Catapult. Yeah. catapult. That is the word I'm looking
1: yeah. for. Yep. And catapults out to the
2: side, giving you like um How
0: about we put some barred, catapults barred on? Ribs. Can we put a couple like a catapult on where they could fling those? I thought
2: that's what the cannons. So then they don't have to aim. They can I, just I light just think thinking the
1: grease bags.
0: I was thinking the grease bags. Oh yeah.
2: Well they could probably put the grease bags in the cannon.
1: That sounds like a big mess.
0: <laughs> sounds like a fire hazard.
1: <laughs> fire. <Open> a catapult.
2: <laughs> catapult.
1: And you wanted a couple of cannons?
2: Yeah, I think just small ones, again, it's just enough to get away.
0: Also, at some point, Woods wants to get in the catapult. <laughs> like I also, it out, could be fun. See if it's shoot like a, a high dive. Shoot a <laughs> ball
2: <laughs> of red fire. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Kincaid's busy. like Coming up with ideas? Coming up with these, trying to fill as many of these grease bags as possible. and It's a cantrip for you, right? No, it's first uh, level.
1: Okay, so you're doing it and then taking the short rests and...
2: So, how many short rests I can get in?
1: We'll have two short rests for this fast-forward time frame. Oh, two man. short rests? Yes, we'll have two short rests during this time frame. Perfect. Vaso, how many levels of exhaustion did you have? So, I believe I was at level two. Okay. Over the next two short rests, one exhaustion each time comes off, so you're no longer exhausted.
3: Okay. Good. Cool. Um. Yeah. What was that all about? Okay. So there's Vaso. <laughs> Like, does he pick up on why that happens? Yes.
1: So let's talk about what was going on with that from a mechanic wise, and then you can tell me how Vaso's determining it. Okay. You were in Dorma, but Vaso, when Vaso's in Dorma, he experiences disillusion. Okay. Which is where you're starting to feel your body being ripped apart and being kind of pulled back. You guys experienced. Like dusted. Like dusted. You guys had experienced this with Cave Carmine. Okay, you were experiencing it because you were in dorma. Okay, the longer you were in dorma, the more susceptible you were to it. Okay, which is why adding the numbers that you were rolling, and then each time you matched a number, okay, you were taking a level of exhaustion.
3: Got it. Um, yeah. Cool so mechanic. <clears throat> so he's gonna realize when once dorma went away, like over time he started to feel better, and that's how he he figured out like okay like when I'm in dorma. Because the, the same thing happened when he went to Dorma the first time. Yep. So he's going to put that together. So.
1: Yep. So Vaso has a limited amount of time he can stay in Dorma, and you would also put together that Red and Kincaid did not have that time limit on them. Okay. Mm. So um. yeah. Hey
0: guys, it's Sam. I just want to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at CaraDressTales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at, at caradresstalesd This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. So, are there any books? I'm bored. Yes, there would be books. And I'm, this is what I'm specifically looking for. And maybe it's something I even asked the guys or Kincaid to go get me. But Red Woods has realized after Vaso died, that she's the only one that can heal. So she also vaguely remembers a healer back in her sanctuary doing a lot of things with, like, herbs and things that they would forge and pillage and making these things that weren't spells, but they're a little bit more like potions, Um, but being able to eat things and, like, gain healing back. So since she can't really cook, she's really looking... (laughs) For any kind of books on like medicinal healing, so medical healing through things found in the forest. So I don't know if this feels like with it being like a lumberjack town, she's wondering if that could happen. I would also be willing to use one of my beads.
1: Okay. I like that. If you want to use one of your beads. Yeah. All right. Give me the bead.
0: (laughs) I gotta find them. Are you gonna explain the beads? Yes.
1: Yeah, pay first. I think we explained it at the beginning, but it's been so long, we will emphasize again.
0: Also, I'm the only one that ever uses them. Uh, I I
1: tried to use
3: it. I
0: I tried to use one to
1: break one of my major rule (laughs) mechanics. The way the beads work, when I run a campaign, a long campaign, I give each of my players three beads, which they can then turn in to change the world in some way or interact and add something that their character would have known. Um, And it kind of helps open the story up and also keep it kind of on fun flies and stuff like that. I'm going to say that you're looking for your book. You can't really find anything because it's more of a lumberjack town. It's more like rugged and that type of stuff. But Timbra tells you that there is a lady amongst the elves that have been visiting called Teal. And she was a healer, and would occasionally bring us these. And you automatically are going to gain three health potions.
0: Ooh! So, uh, do you think Teal? Do you think Teal can help me make these? Teach me how to do this.
1: I think she would be willing to teach you. Yes.
0: You've interacted a lot with the elves. Do they? what can I bring them? Like, what can I barter with them? Like, What do they need?
1: From what I've heard from them is they recently lost their home. So they are trying to establish a new home for themselves, but they don't have any money. So that's why they've been bartering and trading us goods and services for other things. So I'm not sure what types of things would we need to create a home. A, a nice home like maybe get him some furniture or I'm, I'm not sure but something along those lines okay if i see teal again i'll let her know where to find you
0: if yeah if you see teal or or even one of the other elves if they can it's just really important that i learn i learn how to do this okay it's been a couple of
1: days since they've been here, but maybe they're just hiding out around town. They just haven't came in for a while. I'm, okay. not, I'm not sure what's going on, but I haven't seen them for a while. But if I do, I'll uh, point them here,
2: I guess. <laughs> maybe your girlfriend knows. Maybe mm-hmm. it's your girlfriend's mom. This might be a good chance for you to like <gasps> to to call get her. in with the mom. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. I'll give my girlfriend a, a
1: ring. Okay.
0: Yeah. See if she knows Teal.
1: I'm going to come back to that one because okay. that's actually what's going to happen the second day. Woods, are you doing anything with the bow? Oh, yeah. Red, are you doing anything with the bow?
0: I am. So I am in a storage room. It's not very big. Woods is not leaving said storage room. So she's going to take it out. Not necessarily. I try to tune to it, basically. So try to. She's holding it a lot. She's pulling it back. She's maybe putting a. She's docking right an arrow onto it, but not necessarily releasing it. Holding it up to her chin and. Doing all of the motions except actually letting go of the arrow. Okay. And she's doing this often because she's been now sitting in this room for two days. Yep. Um, so she's really... It, and it kind of feels like the more she holds it, the more she wants to hold it.
1: All right. So some things happen. One, the bow will reshape to whatever size bow you need. It is going to be a plus two bow. The other thing that it does is kind of difficult from what you described, so I'm going to interject a little bit more what what would have happened. You kind of got a little bit bored, as you had mentioned before, so you also found yourself kind of playing around with rifts, and you were opening a rift and closing a rift, opening a rift, closing a rift. You had found that when a rift was opened or closed, you could use the bow and your emotions to expand and contract that rift.
0: Oh, so like I open a rift and then like kind of pull back the string on the bow and it gets, my rift gets bigger and like bring back it and it gets smaller.
1: More like if you have negative thoughts, the rift's going to get bigger. But then when you're having happy thoughts, the rift gets smaller.
0: Any kind of thoughts? Yep.
1: So you're playing around with how that works.
0: How like I'm mentally, so mentally I'm attuning to rifts. Yep. That's cool. That's don't, really cool. I didn't know
1: how to like, st- Explain that other than just telling it. So. Yeah,
0: no, I love that. I still have both bows on me though, right? Or do I have to give up my other bow?
1: You can have both bows on you if you want. Double
2: bow.
0: Double bow. It. Double bow. So, I have a lot of weapons. We might have to look at that. <laughs> <laughs> I have like now two bows. A rapier. A rapier, two sickles.
3: Don't you have that wooden sword too? Or does that? Does that?
0: Nope. yeah Don't I have no, mrs dagger?
3: Nope. Yeah. No, I was
0: oh, used. Okay, that's what you have. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Probably a slingshot, a whip. I don't know what else <laughs> I have. No.
1: Alright, anything else that you wanna interact with the bow right now, based on what we just talked about. I don't know if that changes anything that Woods was considering over this two days.
0: Uh not that I can think of right now, no.
2: Maybe it'd be beneficial if you teach Kincaid how to use
0: a bow. I can teach Kincaid how to use a bow.
2: I don't I don't know if sorcerers can use bows.
0: Why not?
1: I'm gonna say about the Master Ranger teaching you. You're going to be able to get proficiency with a bow. Did he just
0: call me a master ranger?
1: You're level six.
0: Is that quite a master?
2: Because I don't have any like...
0: I do have a bow of a goddess.
2: Yeah. I mean, I have my cantrips, but for some reason I lose my magical abilities. I'm like a fish out of water.
0: Yeah, like if you put some cuffs on you, that and hit. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could at least start the conversation and you can hold it. I guess that's I bet you that's how we find out that the bow resizes is that he picks up the bow. (laughs) Well, you said he had a
2: second one. No,
0: no, but I'm saying we just start chatting and you pick up the wooden bow and it changes sizes Mm. on us. And we're just like, what is happening? I like it. But yeah, we can absolutely start working on that.
1: Vasa, is there anything that you wanted to do on that first day since we know what you're doing the second day? Yeah,
3: so Vatso so he's gonna look he's gonna like look at his ring that he has okay. that he got. Just, you know, discover it, you know, look at it closer. Um, does he notice anything different about it or anything
1: It just has the inscription on it that was for the heart of the purple blades. It was the inscription that's on the inside of it. And it just when you have the ring on you feel like your skin's just a little bit tougher. Um giving you that plus one armor class.
2: Oh, yeah, I got a plus two dagger.
0: <laughs> we'll also teach you how to use that. <laughs> I
2: assume some sorcery. of my characters know how to use weapons. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm going to assume
0: I also... Can you carry their dagger on your calf? Like, strapped to your calf? I thought that'd be so cool.
2: On the side of my calf.
0: Yeah, on the side of your calf.
2: My fin's right there, but
1: yeah. All right, Russell.
3: So this is him by himself. He's not yep. including Woods or um, Kincaid. Um, he's thinking about what Captain Brandon said about, you know, he's welcome back at the order like he, he wants to reach out to Benson but like he's afraid like that might give up the location so he he's actually going to start to write a letter okay to Benson explaining to him why why he he left and what what he's what his mission is right now okay. and that is primarily to find Nomis his teammate cuz you know he's he's a team member and he doesn't let any team members behind.
1: So Vaso is writing a letter. He doesn't know she, he doesn't know if he's gonna send it yet. But he's prepared to in case the opportunity comes up. Yeah. Love it. All right, so that's what you're doing the first day. You're kind of processing your emotions. Yeah. And writing out a letter. And then the evening comes, you guys get your short rested. Second day comes along and Vaso goes to pick up his shell phone mm-hmm. to call Wendell. And not Wendell. Wendell's El, the mayor. El, Eldwin. El, Eldwin. Yep. <laughs> so you pick up the phone to call Eldwin. Hey mayor. And she picks up. Oh my! Uh, it's uh, oh, Faso, Faso. We need help. We need, uh, we, we we need help.
3: What what's happening?
1: Um the 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 pirates the pirates have the pirates have came.
3: Okay, where 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 is your where are you? Where is your encampment? Uh, well,
1: uh, and then she like you hear like as, like she puts the cell phone to her chest so she can't you know she's talking to somebody else and then she's like, um well you need to promise you're not going to bring the the people with the the weird circular symbol the black and white symbol don't bring any of them
3: does basta know who's talking about is that
1: okay oh the order okay the order people okay yeah yeah it's like yeah yeah i promised i promised and then, like, you hear a little bit of murr, 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 muffling again as she's talking to somebody else. Um, I guess in, to make sure you don't, I believe you wouldn't, but to make sure you don't, they said that we'll meet you. And then she's going to give you some coordinates on a beach, which is going to be about a mile north of the town. Okay. It's like about, about a mile north of the town. Just can you meet us there? And then we'll go to our encampment together. Sure. Yeah. Okay. let do it. I will meet you this evening. Thank you for coming to help us.
3: Okay. Of course. Of course, anything. And then I'm going to tell Woods and Kincaid what's going on.
0: You're not going to, like, sign off with, like, a little pet name or something? Like, Schnuggums or... I'm taking a
3: No, cell. you hang up.
2: No, <laughs> no, you hang up. you, you hang up, hang
3: up. No, You close you the clam first. You... <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, he'll, he'll t- uh, Vaso will tell Woods and Kincaid, you know, that the uh, their encampment is under attack. And that we're going to meet them tonight.
2: Kincaid's giving you a very weird look. So you mean to tell me they're being attacked by pirates? But she had time to pick up the phone and pick up talk to phone. you calmly about meeting her later this evening. She wasn't calm. Under...
3: She was panicked. She
2: but she still had panicking. time to talk uh, I mean, to you.
0: I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're in hiding or something.
2: I guess we're going.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I look. <laughs> like, listen, I need to find. We need to find Teal.
3: Yeah. we we'll, we'll, okay. we'll find Teal on the way.
0: When we're there. To save her. Yep. And I'll be. I want to get out of this place. Let's do it. I can't sit in this room anymore.
1: Speaking of which, the Order of Light is still in town. How are you guys getting out?
0: <laughs> We're gonna roll stealth, because <laughs> this is D and D. Can anybody cast invisibility?
2: Uh, no.
0: I'm gonna turn into the goddess Lucha. No, and it's no. not that's for you to not, decide when. That's, that's not how that works now.
1: Nope, not yet. Well, you haven't unlocked that mechanic.
2: Yet.
0: I haven't gotten that level yet.
2: I think you and I can both cast fog cloud, though.
0: We absolutely can. That'll help. I think a thick thaw- fog comes fog? over, like a London, like a London fog.
2: Um. Okay. So let's plan this out. Yeah. What time are we meeting them? Dusk. Okay. So we need to leave here about before dusk. Before. <laughs> wow. Just before dusk.
0: Just, I mean, it's a mile away. Yeah, it's not that far. We can, we can hoof it.
3: I, I say we wait till it's.
0: When's the appropriate time for fog to happen?
3: Probably in the morning.
0: <laughs> in the morning,
1: yeah. So okay, nighttime then, might then, be a little
3: suspicious. Yeah, so I, I say we just leave when it gets dark. Yeah. Not Is that enough time so. to.
0: Yeah, it's a mile away.
2: All right. She'll she'll wait for me. <laughs> you seem pretty confident. <laughs> so, I wouldn't.
0: We're All a team. Right. We're supposed I know, I know. to wait I'm for just, each other. I'm just joking. Okay. So I think it's gonna be are we gonna fog
2: Well, a fog cloud might be suspicious then. Yeah. Can I
0: we just walk out the back door? Down like where's I'm just asking you how you guys are leaving. Where's the walking. grinding axe? Do we have a city map?
1: We do not have a city map.
0: Okay, so it's so convenient that the grinding axe is right on the tree line. Okay.
1: Yeah, I mean you guys did just come that's I mean, the first building would. you ran into when you came back.
3: Yeah, so I, I actually we sneaked through the woods and then down to yeah.
0: the beach. The beach. The beach. I'm just real stealth.
2: Well, first, they're not looking for me. So maybe Kincaid will go out, look left, look right. Look, look really suspicious. <laughs>
0: <Just> kinda, <laughs> you know, like hey, look what's all this? Hey, guys, nothing going on, you torches.
2: He'll pull out his flashlight and whistle at you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Airplane landing right. signals are happening. Nothing over here. Yeah.
2: He'll go out first. If, the, if there's no order members in sight, He'll give a little, I don't know, scratch his head or something, and then just start walking into the woodline.
1: Kincaid steps out. You immediately see that there are two order members that have pulled up a chair and are fishing in the river
2: right out back, facing Face, away. Facing away. Yep. Okay.
1: So they're there, but they're not looking
2: at the door. You know, like
0: we can fog cloud them from behind if they're just chilling fishing. They won't. A soft, really slow fog kind of comes over. Well, if
2: they're fishing, they might. They're probably not paying it. Well, we can't. I'll go back. Two people fishing, I think we can probably get around stealth. them pretty easily, yeah. Or I can go up and talk to them, and then you all go
0: perfect. I love this idea. You go distract them, we'll roll stuff, we'll walk past, and then you just come meet us, okay. okay? Like you act like you're just gonna go for a walk down the beach or the river, yeah. I'm gonna
2: person. go yeah. out, kind of stand behind the two of them or off if to the not, left a, away from where, yeah, they're so they the, walk and like the, the view
1: would not be looking in the direction that you're, yeah, right. yep. I'm just like, oh, hey.
2: So you go interact
1: with the order. They're more than happy to talk to you. You're maybe giving them tips on yeah, fishing.
2: What are you fishing for? Uh, sea bass. Sea bass. You'll want to use um, vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Wiggle, wiggle worms. Wiggle worms. Wiggle worms. You, you come up with a bunch of stuff Pasta, to distract them. Yeah. Pasta, zoodles, <laughs> <laughs> and then earthworms. <laughs> we,
1: zoodles. We've got red and Mac we can go ahead and roll stealth jikes.
3: Great five.
1: Okay.
0: 4 plus 8, 12.
1: Kincaid, you are able to roll help because oh, you yeah. are distracting them.
0: Does he roll help for both of us or just one help?
1: I'm going to let him do one help to keep their attention. Okay. But
2: you can add, what oh, would it be, a deception maybe
0: would it be your modifier?
2: Sure. Yeah. Am I rolling a d20? No, uh, six. help is a d6. Oh, well, I have a plus 3 in deception.
1: So you're at least getting 3 to Vasa's roll. You get a 4? Uh, 5. 5. You plus got 5? Yeah.
0: Oh, perfect. 10. <laughs> Yeah,
1: 10 10 10 was the dc so oh good you guys were able to sneak by and get into the tree line
0: awesome hey man what part of stealth <laughs> did you not understand she, she asked
3: the barbarian sorry i'm just yeah <laughs> i don't know don't look at me well, do i look stealthy
0: also are you okay and she's like pick up your sleep are you like nervous to me like you're a little sweaty uh,
3: she's cute
0: okay well you're cute the beard's right. a little straggly but
3: hey i like the beard Alright, all right, so C- what's
2: what's the plan? Are we just gonna go right into the campment? Uh do you want so me to she, hang back? In so case we're gonna, we're, in gonna, case gonna meet. It's a trap? we're gonna yeah, we should we should probably
0: Yeah. Well, I don't think it's a trap, I trust them.
2: See Kincaid doesn't. So okay, why that's don't fine. why don't you two go and all if right. something happens? And then you're just I can... gonna
0: st- like follow us? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Kincaid and I meet his girlfriend.
2: Mac. Yes. Mac
1: in red. This is fun with all the names.
0: <laughs> now we need name tags.
1: Yeah. Mac and Red, you guys are walking in front. Kinkade, you kind of fall behind back a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then Kinkade, you hear the shell phone ring, but you're too far away to hear the conversation. Mac, on the other end, you hear, Oh my gosh, th- the pirates, they came early. They came earlier than they said they were going to come, and we need now. And then the phone cuts off.
0: Oh no, what's wrong?
3: They came. not Okay, she said that the pirates came earlier than expected. All right, so now, now Mac is like, Something's suspicious. Like, he, 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 something, something's off at this point.
0: What do you mean they can't? I thought we could trust her.
3: She, what, what, she just said that the, the pirates came earlier than expected.
0: I thought they were, she was expecting them to come.
2: So yeah, she said that they're.
1: JJ, do you see your two compatriots kind of standing now, confusingly talking to each other?
2: So a normal. So normal interaction, interaction yeah. for them. <laughs> but they stopped walking. <laughs> I, ex- I half expected that, you know? I just, that's what uh, they do.
0: So, do we go in and save um, them?
1: Um, but we don't know where it, where it is
0: it's north what uh, way do we can we discern which way we walked
1: you guys are walking north to the meeting spot which was yeah, on the th- beach this is just the, this is on the beach yep so you guys it, are on the beach but
3: can yeah. we
0: just start exploring the forest to find it i mean i'm a ranger i should be able to track other elves
3: uh i don't know it's after that phone call something just doesn't feel right now
0: i still feel right i just feel like she really wants to find teal
1: perfect As you're having that thought, you hear the echo of a cannon fire coming from a little bit more north.
0: Ah, looks like the bard has done it again. What a splendid crowd y'all have been. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Cottage Rest Inn.
1: Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master Carriage Rest Tales. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you are enjoying the content and you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. It's really going to help us grow our listenership and be able to reach more people. I also want to give a special thanks to Tabletop Audio for providing the background music for today's episode.